I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources. So glad to have you with us this afternoon. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Morgan Lyon-Cotty. Of course, we're here from the Hinckley Institute of Politics, happy to fill in for Boyd Matheson uh, today. Uh, and we are so excited to have our next guest. Morgan, I know you love it like I do. The Natural History Museum of Utah, up at the University of Utah, amazing facility. I've spent many, many happy hours there with my kids. Yeah, it's true. It's impossible not to just lose yourself in that place. It's just so many amazing things. And a person everyone in the state of Utah should know that helps so much with that museum, Beth Mitchell, the Senior Manager manager of External Communications at the museum, and our friend. So glad to have you with us today, Beth. I'm excited to talk to you. Well, we're, we're glad to have you. So uh, we we went to your press conference last week. Uh, you know, we did Hinkley Institute, Natalie Tippetts. We were all there as you had a chance to unveil unveil a great program at the Natural History Museum, something called the Natural History Explorer Corps. I love it. I took the hat home to my kids. I gave them the map, <laughs> gave them the stickers. We're all in. So why don't you tell us what it is and how you what you envision is going to happen throughout the state as people uh, engage in the Explorer Corps? Yeah, well, thank you again. I am delighted to be here to talk about the Natural History Explorer Corps. It is a huge personal passion of mine, as well as a really large initiative for the museum that's about two years in the making. So the Natural History Explorer Corps is a statewide uh, science education and engagement initiative that is sort of packaged within a scavenger hunt that the public, um, both Utahns and visitors to Utah, can participate in by going around the state and finding these physical markers that we have placed in the ground at spots of natural or cultural history significance. There's one in every county, and it is a beautifully designed by Utah's very own O.C. Tanner, um, eight-inch brass marker. And to interact with the program, you can download a passport from our website, or pick one up at a local library in the next couple of weeks. We didn't realize there would be a huge demand for them, and we're, we're so happy um, about that. And then there's also a smartphone app, so you can figure out where these spots are. You can um, go on a road trip with your friends or family or your dog or by yourself and learn a little bit about Utah's history that's somewhat unexpected. These aren't the national parks. These are, there are some in state parks, but these are really some off the beaten path uh, kind of adventures. So we're expecting people to have a few aha moments about what was hidden in their own backyard. So Beth, I know it's a scavenger hunt and you can't give too much away, but can you give us a little bit of an example of, well, first of all, how off the beaten path are we, are we going and what can families (laughs) look forward to in taking part of this? Yeah, I would say that, um, so, so they aren't too off the beaten path. I think that the markers themselves, we were very careful to place in locations that sort of have a central um, location in the counties. Uh, but some of the spots that are, they're highlighting are 
somewhat further off the beaten path. So, for example, if, if you're going on the Dino Discovery Tour, you're going to see Cleveland Lloyd Dinosaur Quarry, which is in Emory County, and that is at the Museum of San Rafael. And so that is pretty easy to find on your way to um, Cleveland Lloyd, not far at all. And there you'll learn about sort of the history and mystery of Cleveland Lloyd Dinosaur Quarry, which is why there's such a rich deposit of allosaurs all in this specific area. And no one really has concrete evidence as to why. And if you go down to Grand County, um, you will uh, encounter our state dinosaur, which is at edge of the Cedars State Park. The dinosaur wasn't found there, but the marker is there. Not far from the museum in Blanding, which you can actually learn more about Utah Raptor, our state dinosaur. And you'll, it'll also bring you through Glen Canyon, where you'll learn about those kind of cliffs near Lake Powell. And then... Um, San Juan County, there's this amazing um, Seitad Rusi, which we call the sand monster. There's only one dinosaur that's ever been found there. We have it at the Natural History Museum in Salt Lake, but it was found um, in San Juan County. And then you can come right back up the east side towards Uinta and hit Dinosaur National Monument. So that's just an example. But in addition to dino discovery, uh, we have Utah's First Peoples. There are things you can view from the car like um, Morgan County's Devil Slide, which is these 400 feet slabs of concrete on the side of the highway. So there's really something for everyone, and it covers what I call the ologies. <laughs> um, so biology, anthropology, paleontology, um, vertebrate zoology. So it's really a lot of science learning, but it's also good old-fashioned summer road trip fun for the family. Yeah, it's just so much of a great opportunity to see so much of the state of Utah. Now, tell me if I'm remembering right. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a competition too, right? So, because yeah. at, at this press conference, I was a little worried that Governor Cox said, "I've already, I'm already going to the one in San Pete County." Uh, President of the Senate, Stuart Adams, is on his way up north. Uh, what do we got to do? Is, is there something we win at the end of this thing? What happens if we do it? <laughs> That's right. Well, everyone gets a chance to enter a couple of different giveaways. We have a giant sweepstakes we're calling the Race to 29, in which people can come to our website, nhmu.utah.edu, and find the Explorer Corps right on the banner image. And they'll be taken to a form for the chance to win a um, two or excuse me, one week, two chances to win a one week sort of luxury tour in a Kelville um, Winnebago, which is pretty fantastic to tour around next summer at their leisure. And then there's also weekly giveaways that we're doing on social media. And that to do that, you only need to follow NHMU on social media, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And then you can respond to our questions, comments, post pictures under the hashtag Explorer Corps, and you'll be in the running for prizes from our partners like Cool and Cotopaxi. And how long will these markers be out? Say I can't do it in this time frame. Will they still be out in the fall or next year if we want to continue to explore? Yes, that's a really excellent question. Thank you, Morgan. This is our inaugural summer, so we're really excited to kick off and sort of you know, push the Memorial Day to Labor Day. But I can tell you, thanks to our friends at Big Deconstruction, these aren't going anywhere. <laughs> they are, um, we, we hope 
this this was an original project kind of in line with the museum's 50th anniversary in 2019. And we hope that they'll definitely be there for another 50 years. Beth, so this will all still be out there for exploration. Beth, is going to have to be the final word on it. Thank you so much for this great competition. Everyone in Utah, go find them. See this amazing state we're part of. Thank you, Morgan, for being here today. Thank you. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.